0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your host, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag.
2: BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and much more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.AG, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother Taja Dash. Guys, obviously, the the road trip, we're dominating the road trip. Uh, We have one more game left of that, and we'll get into that. Uh, But big weekend in sports. We got the divisional round the uh, NFL playoffs. um, And, you know, uh, my team, the Chiefs, you know, we we were taking on the Jaguars. You got the Eagles taking on the Giants. Uh, So I want to get, before we got into the NBA of things, I wanted to get your guys' picks for the weekend on the the four games. Uh, We don't have to do spreads. I just want to know whoever everyone got in the uh, the two AFC games and the NFC games. Eric? Who do you got in the A G L E S
0: E-A-G-L-E-S-Eagles. Over everyone except the Browns.
2: Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so – you think
0: oh, – Go ahead.
2: You got Eagles, John.
0: I don't so- even know who else playing. No, I, actually, I do know who else of is playing. Of course you do. <laughs> I know you do. It's, re- it's really irrelevant to me. Those other games are just for purely
1: entertainment. And, you know, the Browns aren't winning. I'm hoping the Eagles are winning. Mm, okay. You think Eagles win by more than, was it seven and a half? Seven and a half, yeah. Why y'all always got to put points on there? Because you you seem pretty confident. I want to know how
2: confident.
0: What is the spread? Seven, seven and, a
1: and a half. Yes.
2: Okay. How about uh, Chiefs Jaguars eight and a half, Eric? What, what, what do you got?
0: Man, you all, you don't think you, at home? Y'all can't beat you can't beat them by
2: a touchdown. I I think we should, but I, I think at, at the end of the game, a garbage time touchdown, for are up by two scores. They score with like two less than two minutes left and make it a seven point. Garbage game. time. I can see that happening.
1: It's not garbage time it's if you up two touchdowns.
2: It's garbage time, but like at the end of the game, they they score a touchdown with like less than less than two minutes to go. You know, and then we kneel. We they go for an onside kick. We don't get the ball back. We just kneel it out. So with, so with
1: with good teams up by fourteen with two and a half minutes left, it's garbage time. I know. I, I know. You've seen some things in Cleveland that you know the whole. Oh, oh what? What? Oh, you 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 throwing shots? No, no. I'm just saying. I know you've seen some crazy endings with guys not going for touchdowns and not sliding before they go in the end zone, and teams coming back because of that. But you know, garbage time, two and a half minutes up by 14. I, I feel pretty safe about that. Let
2: me put it a that low, way. It's a low blow, there, Tish. It's a low blow.
1: No, yeah, you, you guys, you chief guys
0: are acting like you know. Andy Reid and Pat, Patrick Mahomes has been there,
1: you know, your whole life or something. <laughs> I, I yeah. feel like it sometimes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want it for the rest of my lives is what I want it for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: get it. Um, and then the other two guys got Dallas and San Fran. Who do you, who do you have on that one?
0: So I have the Chiefs win, um, being the spread and winning. Uh-huh. And San Francisco and Dallas is who?
2: It's a three and a half point favorite. For San... who? Uh, San, Francisco. San Francisco three and a half point favorite. Oh yeah. Any
0: um if there's if there's a team, it's probably only two teams that I like in any sport that I just like totally dislike. Like I, I will never cheer for. It. Um and the Dallas team, it happens to be one of those two.
2: Mm-hmm. So San Francisco. And then the uh and then Buffalo, and Cincinnati, five and a half point favorite Buffalo. This is the
0: one that's a little tougher to me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said Buffalo? Buffalo's a five and a half point favorite, yeah. Man, it's
0: <clears throat> I, I like Buffalo. But I think it's something about Cincinnati that may have may give them trouble. I don't know what it is, but I think it's maybe they think they better than them, or you know what I'm saying. But it, it's just something that I just it just I don't know. Maybe because they may pass run the ball. And, uh, I know that
1: game didn't count, but I think being up the way they, it started,
0: and, like yeah, you, you they I don't know if it maybe because they were home, but I mean well, I know we didn't see a lot of the game, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Um, it felt in their favor, Buffalo, though. I know Buffalo is is. is is playing for number three, but I I don't know if I'm picking, if I had to pick, I I think um, the Bengals are going to win, even though I don't want them to because they're in my home state and they're down south and we don't really care for them. But something tells me they're going to win. So hopefully I'm wrong.
2: Yeah, the um I believe that they're down three of their O linemen. So that's that's why a lot of people are taking ball float because the um the, the they are they pretty much the entire O line up the uh, backups and reserves and stuff. So you,
0: you probably could have said that before you asked me
2: though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I thought, I thought you knew
0: <laughs> yeah, No, I, I do not know that. Yeah. But you know, it is pros replacing them. True. Mm, that's true. They although, said he didn't have a line last year, and they still went to the Super Bowl and almost won.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but although after watching the, the Chiefs and Buccaneers at Super Bowl and seeing our entire O-line with the the twos and threes and that was – uh Makes you know, a difference. It does make a difference. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but everyone's dealing with injuries at this point in the season with all, with all these teams. Buffalo doesn't have Von Miller, so. Yep, yeah, true. Um, good point. So – Interesting topics uh, today for the show. I'm actually really excited to hear you guys have to say about both the topics, specifically the second one we have. But um, the first one is the uh, is another interesting one, which has gotten got a lot of pub online. Um, so obviously we talked about the, the, the road wins, um, beating uh, beating Portland, which we all thought we were going to lose that one based on the road trip, you know, having good times in L.A. Uh, but 4-0 on the road. On this trip, um, and it's just pretty obvious the team is clicking. I think uh, over the last uh, 20 games, the, we're 17-3, and three, uh, which is amazing. Uh, but Harden uh, had an interview with uh, Ramona Shelburne, uh, ESPN's Ramona Shelburne. Um, he said in a quote that everyone's talking about is, we had some really good teams in Oklahoma City and then that uh, 2018 Houston team. But well, this team is definitely the best chance I've had to win. So I'm going to ask you guys, is this Harden's best team? And is this, is this his best chance to win one?
0: can't say it's his best team. <laughs> um, but I do believe it's his best chance. Um, and the reason why I say that is because if you look at those other years, it was a clear favorite in each of those years. Um, and I believe the clear favorite either won it or lost it in the championship. Um, so, this year, I don't see a clear favor. I think if you're going in, especially the way they're playing right now, they got to feel like they can win, beat any team in the East. And right now, if you can beat any team in the East, you can beat any team in the West. So, from that standpoint, it's probably his best chance because it's not a situation where it's, Golden State from the previous years. I mean, even Golden State won it last year, but nobody really thought they were, you know what I'm saying? They kind of happened. Yeah, they weren't a shoe they weren't, in it at all. It no. wasn't sure. We 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 didn't feel like hey, they're gonna win it again. Like yeah. we didn't feel like that. Once they got to the finals, we hey, we felt like that. But going in, you know, to the season and this part of the season, we didn't know. Whereas this year is sort of like we don't know. I mean, team can get rolling. Like we're rolling now, if you carry that momentum and keep playing that way, somehow get home court, yeah, you're winning. Mm -hmm. I do agree that that this could be his best chance of winning the championship. I do not think it's his best team, though.
1: Let me ask a question. OKC Harden 2018 Houston Harden or this Harden. Rank those three. Those versions.
0: Well, I mean, he was younger in OKC, so that would be third.
1: Yeah. Um, so let's say Houston 18, Houston, this one, Houston, OKC. Houston Houston, Houston
0: here, OKC. Okay, so
1: yeah, that's what I thought too. But so, he, he's
0: he's but he's um but the difference with this hard than that hard, and that Harden was the number one option. This hard isn't.
1: He was a six man, right? He was their maxi. No, I'm saying, um, and um, Houston. Houston. He was oh, yeah, yeah, option. yeah, 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 yep, yep. yeah. Um, that's true. And in OKC, okay, he was a starter that they decided to bring off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. Thing. yeah. Um, so I looked at everyone that's that had played 20 minutes or more on those teams. Um, Durant. This is the OKC team. Durant, Russ, Harden, Ibaka, Perk, Cephalosha, Collison, and Derek Fisher. Um, Houston, you had – this is the 2018. Ariza, Paul, Gordon, Tucker, Capella, Ryan Anderson, Mbamute, Gerald Green, Joe Johnson. Good names on there.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And with us, it's a sh- it's the shortest of all of them. Embiid, Harris, Maxi, Melton, Tucker, Milton, and then Niang's like nineteen point eight, so I rounded up for him. So overall, talent wise, actually, it almost looks like the Houston team might be the deepest of that team. The, 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 those yeah, the Houston
0: team was the more the most talented.
1: Yeah. And it, and it had the best Harden, which is very important. At best Harden, they had the most talented
0: guys in in that their times of their career, um, and they had the best mold yeah. for their style of play.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, it was built. I think that Houston eighteen was the the the, the, yes. the mecca of all the builds around like Harden and what he needed. Defensive. I mean, big that game. team had Golden State beat. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Harden that's such a different narrative right now. Yeah, if yeah, that. Yeah. It could be so different. It's crazy. But yeah, I'd say. Thing is, though, if we're going to second best player, we're just doing player by player. What CP three, Embiid, in that time, Embiid's more now. Embiid's more dominant than CP three was that year. I think. But
0: you can't compare big man and Embiid. In point guard. You can't compare Embiid to CP. You got to compare Embiid to James. And compare James to CP. Yeah.
1: That's that's pretty valid, actually. That's one, one, two, two. That's pretty valid. Okay. So that's a good one, actually. So MB now or Harden that year? That's that's the comparison. That's tough. That is really tough. And then Harden now and Paul are actually very comparable. Yes. Um, and then you go to the third to be what uh Gordon versus Harris in their role, in their role, Eric Gordon was really, really good in this role, yeah. And their stats are probably pretty comparable, too. <laughs> really, really good in this role. And then you have Maxi, what, Areza? You you pick it, you can say Capella, like, we don't know, like, who was good in their role. Yeah, and Tucker is Tucker. That's pretty much a wash, right? So we don't.
2: Yeah. No,
1: Tucker was better than.
2: Tucker was definitely better than.
0: what he was doing. Yeah, he was. That's that's what five years ago. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was doing. Um. Yeah. He, he could. He could.
1: He could. His defensive prowess was more verse. It was superior then. Yeah, he time. was. He was a little lighter on the feet then. Um. Well, shot like the he was able better to defend, better now. He
0: was. You know, back then he he was guarding centers. He was guarding almost. Yeah. Like one yeah. Spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, no, that he wasn't the same guy. And then, bench, I'd give them. I mean, Anderson, Gerald Green, Joe Johnson. Gerald Green played well really for them. Yang. Yeah. So, yeah, I I'd overall, probably lean. And that's funny that we went to Houston even over OKC, even though they have Durant and Russ, but. Because they were all young. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Young. I mean, if we look at those guys now, no, I would never pick anybody over them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and a lot of people do that too. They go into this with like today's yeah. view, right? Not yeah. what they were then. You have to kind of shuffle back to that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Pretty interesting. Um and Cephalosha, was, Cephalosha, was, Cephalosha was our, our uh, Matisse Dibel, by the way.
2: Yeah. We, we, we drafted him. Sixers were the ones that actually drafted Cephalosha. Yeah. We tra- traded him on draft night for uh, Ro- uh, Rodney Carney. I was, I was, I thought Carney was going to be so, so good, man. I, uh, yeah. I, have a Car- I have a Rodney Carney jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, Cephalos,
0: so- it was one that, you know, he was a three and D he, yep. fit his role. he played his role. Well,
1: mm-hmm. yep. That's what you want Matisse to be. Right. That's what we yeah. all want Matisse to be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: That's, I'm not saying a word, man. You, you got that. That's you. You know what I
1: want. All right, we'll say that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, you you were psyched about his play last night. You were um, was had had a great minute, game, man. Minutes on uh, Lillard last night. He Super. had a great
1: game. Yeah, he did. Lillard had a hard time. I don't know if it's the defense or you just one of those off nights for him, but that was he all, all over the place. A little ball. bit of both.
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, Portland. Portland was was rumored to be interested in Matisse this offseason. They should have. Uh, they should have anteed up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Hey, he showcased for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Lillard for Thibault, straight up. Yeah. When I
2: got
0: traded to when I got traded to Philly, um, they had called. They called. Um, like I was a free agent. I played two years in Seattle, and I was a free agent. And Philly was one of the teams that offered me a contract when later Brown got there. Philly and um, Miami both offered me deals, um, minimum deals. And then Seattle was able to give me more. But we played Philly, like, twice that year. And within, like, after we played them the second time, they start calling for – Trade. I have two of my best games when I was in Seattle was against Philly. Man, that's crazy. Um, And they were calling. So the stuff that people
1: say about that, it's actually it's. it's, Yeah, well, you
0: know, was you know, Larry Brown was just like he was smart. I mean, he, he was looking for what I did in Philly is what he was looking for. Yes. Like it wasn't something that kind of like hey now that we have him we're able to move Allen to the two. Like he was looking for that a guy that play the point the way I want the point to be played and defend bigger guards. Yep. And he knew the kind of team that he needed to build around Allen. He knew move Allen off the ball so he could be you know who
2: he is and yeah, we all love. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That'll be something different, man. Love, love, Coach Brown. Um, okay. So, top. This is the second topic. This is the this is the one that's. I mean, this topic's the probably my favorite one. I, I can't wait to hear Eric's uh, take on this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in a recent uh, interview with uh as Sports Illustrated interview with the uh, Hakeem Olajuwon. Um, they tackle the topic of modern centers. Um, and while doing so, he had this to say about our guy, Joel Embiid quote, he's got all the moves, but leveraging the moves is different. Why would he be shooting threes? He has the advantage every night. And if I have the advantage, I'm going to wear you out. Shooting threes is settling. When I'm tired, I settle. You don't settle when you're trying to win. You don't start the game settling. He also went on to say that Jokic is the one. So i want to ask you guys, what do you think about, um, Hakeem's assessment? Is it valid criticism of uh, Joel? It's valid. Do,
1: Eric, do you want to hear yeah. you want to hear Embiid's rebuttal to that? Yeah, let me hear that first. Joel Embiid, it's funny when you've got these old guys always talking about posting up. You need to spend time in the paint and all that stuff. You can't win that way anymore. It's not the freaking nineties or eighties like it used to be. So they must not have any basketball IQ. Oof. Shots fired. Shots returned. Which one's more valid, you think?
0: Akeem. Because how many teams in the last 10 years have won championships and they're just Primarily knocking down threes. People make threes. They shoot them and they make them. But to say that pain points don't matter in the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's not true. That's not true because in this three point shooting game, like I've said before. Analytically, the best shot is a layup in the dunk that's the number one shot with analytics. and it'll always be the number one shot. so to say we can't win with points in the paint and that's the number one shot. you got to understand it. so 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 i i get what you know, joel was saying as far as the game has evolved. it has. But I, but what the dream is saying is he has a mismatch every game.
1: Shaq says it a lot. Too.
0: Every game, every game. So you're telling me if he goes out there and he demands the ball, and he puts people underneath the basket that he can't one score and he can't two draw double teams. So now you're getting all of those practice three point shots where you're kicking the ball out. If he did that, what is team? What are teams going to do? Let me put it this way. What do you think opponents and other coaches say when he shoots threes?
1: Good. Take that. So,
0: so how was Dream wrong?
1: I had my thoughts.
0: <laughs> I mean, and he, but he does say early in games. Like like he didn't yeah. just say shooting threes. It's like early in games. You haven't made them pay yet, and you're already taking threes.
1: Yeah. It sounds insulting, but you could also interpret it as a compliment. That's too. what I'm saying. So it depends. You got to listen to what he's saying. Like you saying he's like me.
0: early, early in games. He's shooting threes, and he has a mismatch every game. Yeah, I'm gonna make him pay. So it's like settling, and in some ways, it is.
1: Yeah, it, it's everyone's taking it as an insult to him, but. You don't have to look at it that way. It could also be a compliment because he's also saying no one can stop you when you're down there.
0: I mean, but people don't hear that part.
1: Yeah, they, they just they're say They're hearing the part where he's, he's saying he
0: has a mismatch every game.
1: hmm Yeah.
0: And he doesn't take advantage of it. Um, you guys don't see him shoot jump shots and threes and be like, man, get inside? All the time. Well, that's this, he's been a little you, overall, like No, no I'm just saying, like, you you think that when he misses those shots, what, what's the first thing to come in people's, out of people's mouths when he missed two or three straight threes? What do you think they say?
1: Stop shooting threes.
0: And do what? Get your ass Go down, down to the paint. So how can you all say it, but one of the best singers that ever played the game can't say it?
1: <laughs> Personally, I, I think he had a lot of valid points. I went off a little bit when he compared to Jokic cuz Jokic actually shot more threes than me last year. So it's yeah. like and a lower and a lower percentage. So how is he the one for his Yeah, I mean, versatility. That, that part I didn't, I didn't get because
0: I want to and I'm kind of at libbing when when I'm, I he didn't really say it, but I'm kind of almost taking it as if he's saying he's the one with his moves. That's what he, like, he kind of almost went that way because it, his array, of, his different array of moves
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the things that he can do. Um, That's how I'm kind of taking it when you say he's the one from that standpoint. Um, but if to me, if it's a, if it would be a concern for Joel, I think that same concern can be pointed towards Joker, too. So I, I kind of like, if I agree with him, if I agree with the dream of what he said about Joel, I think the same is to apply to Joker, basically,
1: is what yes. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're both extremely talented, and both, but I do think that there's times when they can take advantage of the matchups that they have more yeah. often than Yep. So we get into the playoffs and we we play Milwaukee. They gotta play Lopez the whole game. Yep. Every minute that he's in there. And that's still he's still gonna have to help. So we play Boston. How is it that we play Boston? And people think Al Horver can guard Joel. How is that possible? Because of history. Because he's done it. Yeah. The people aren't assuming they're going by what what we see. Mm -hmm. That shouldn't be the case.
1: Yeah. So... Yeah, I I mean, again, I think what he said is valid. My, My question is, too, here's why I'm... I play both sides, right? As you guys know. Well, first off, we got to know like what
0: what question was he asked? Oh, in the SI interview?
1: What yes. What was the question? I think he was talking about just modern bigs and how the I think in general how the games kind of evolved with just the modern bigs out there and you know, you can't talk about modern bigs without talking about, you know, the Jokic and Embiid, you know, um verse. Um but one thing's interesting about what Embiid said, too, though, which I don't agree with him on, the 80s and 90s thing. That's the thing, man. The 80s and 90s, when you got down low, took a beating down there, and there weren't fouls called. You do get those foul calls now. So, like you said earlier, you get double or you're going to go to the line or, or score. Yeah, one I of those mean, three things.
0: I think with the 80s and 90s, guys, you were always – most majority of the time you were playing against a seven-footer each game. So – you know, if a dream was playing against primarily 6'8, six, 6'9 six, guys, he would destroy them. That's basically what he's saying. Yeah. I would destroy those guys. And he won. Yeah. Joel, he has when he says he has an advantage every game and he settled. You all think the same thing, just like almost every other Sixer fan thinks the same thing. When he shoots I, those threes and don't make them, everybody thinks that
1: he's averaging like thirty three. I can't complain about that though.
0: No, no, no. I'm just saying, so, okay, maybe he would average thirty nine.
1: Yeah,
0: but but the, the difference is is not about points as much as it is punishing the team, flattening That's the weird. defense, getting guys in foul trouble, getting other guys cleaner, wide open shots, making them double team you, making them stretch their defense. Putting them in rotations is more than just the numbers. Mm. So if a coach has to come in and he has the game plan and do all of that, somebody's going to mess up. And the team is only as good as their weakest defender. So you create easier and better opportunities when you do that. But if Joel was going out there and shooting threes, trust me when I tell you the other team is ecstatic when he does that. Yep. Yep. We get into the playoffs and he's doing that? Come on, man. Bucks, Brooklyn, Boston, Cleveland, Hawks, Bulls, Heat, whoever we play, extremely excited. Why is that? So that's where I got to lean more with the dream because Joel may not like it, um, but... Everybody kind of feel that way. They just, Joel just got the talent to sh- to shoot those threes. We got guys that, big guys that could shoot threes too. But they weren't going to go out there and shoot a three if
1: their advantage was to get on there and score. He's shooting less threes a game this year, I will say. I've noticed it too. It's not just a stat. Uh, I I have noticed He's taking more elbow jumpers than he yes, is. Yes, that's what I was I was about to say
0: that. Like he's shooting a few or threes, but he's shooting more
1: like mid range jumpers. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. And he's hitting them. I mean, he's shooting. Yeah, he's well, shooting a good. He's shooting. A, he got to be shooting
0: a good clip. I mean, but he's, four, that's four, some, yeah, yeah. Some of more, that is four more percent. Is to get away from double teams. Um, he talked about that actually. Yeah, some Mid range is getting away from double teams and. Um, well, that's what a lot of those big guys, they went away. They did that, and they just started developing the fadeaway. Mm-hmm. That's that's how – that was to avoid, avoid double teams. You shoot away from the double. Um, but here's the one thing that we haven't spoke about as far as posting up. It takes energy. Yes. Yeah. And he gets a little more beat up that way, too. It takes energy. That That's the part that um, – that's where the settling comes in. It does take a lot of energy. I mean, we 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 would play Shaq and no man, the best play that that the scouting report always said the best play for Shack and the hardest to defend was for him to get the ball in the post, throw it back out, and then repost because of the the rules. You throw it in, we could double team him. Then if he threw it back out, you had to cleanse yourself, which means you had to go back out the paint to wherever your guy were, and then they would throw it right back in. And he would just dig in, and boom! You, by then, you, you're underneath the basket.
1: He was too. He had too good a position. Yeah.
0: So too good a position, you couldn't from. He was. He's too big. You couldn't front him. So that was the best. The best play for for Chad. and that was the hardest to defend for him. You know repost, them. but that takes energy. Yeah. Whereas now, it's different because guys don't have to cleanse themselves. You know, you can have two guys on one guy in the pay. In the pay. So that's where I'm kind of with Joel, is like, the rules are a little different now. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, well, how you can be defended down there. But I, it
1: can be done. It just takes more Energy, more conditioning. He also get fouled more too if he did that, which is crazy because he's getting fouled a ton. He's shooting ten free throws a game, so and ten is not really a lot.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a lot, but I'm just saying for the amount of volume. Yeah, does he get fouled more than Giannis? I think he. I think he might lead the league. No, ten at ten free throws a game is he leading the league.
2: Let me see. Yeah, I thought I thought he was. I thought he was leading yeah, the league. I thought Lee
1: Lee. I, th- I thought I heard that during the game. He's on some historic pace for free throws. I thought I heard them say. That's why. I, that's yeah, why I thought, I thought
0: that. I, I thought nowadays you guys will shoot way more free throws than that.
1: Free throw attempts. Oh no! He, yeah, he's not. Okay. No. 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 He's 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 shooting eleven point seven. It says that's weird. I just saw ten. I don't know what the hell that came from. That's weird. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. He shoots 11.7. My bad.
2: He, he's, he's not, not leaving.
1: No, y- Giannis, 12.9.
0: Yeah. That's what I was, that's what I said. I thought Giannis was shooting more.
1: Yeah. Luca, 11.3. Yeah.
0: That's, that's about, that's how I'm all right.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I mean,
0: let me ask you this. Does, does, I hope he does. does Giannis shoot more threes than Joel?
1: No, just barely less. He shoots less. Yeah, he shoots two point nine a game. Joel three point two. Wow, and Giannis is shooting twenty four percent. Ooh, what does Joel shoot? Thirty five. What's Joel shooting the paint? I bet you their pains are pretty pretty close, though. Uh Huh. I bet you their paint percentages are actually really close, though.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying the paint percentage is, is is better than the 35% from three.
1: Yeah. It's funny, man. Joel shoots a better three point percentage than Luca. Luca was shocking to me. His his three point percentage
0: is actually pretty shocked. Someone um sent me his his three point percentage and his free throw percentage.
1: And I was pretty shocked at both. These are all gonna shock you. He shoots he shoots a better three-point percentage than Luca, Gilgis Alexander, Trey Young, Jason Tatum, John Morant, and just, just a little lower than Lillard. Trey Young
0: surprised me, but I actually knew that this was a I had seen an article that was showed that his three point percentage was down. Yeah. Um Alexander, his is kind of I didn't really know. I know he was scoring the ball a lot, but I didn't really know his percentage. Um pretty crazy. I didn't know that. A lot of those guys, I mean, they they take so many contested shots and tough shots. That's, like, that's true. That's true. That's the difference. Now I don't see Joel shooting as many, even though those out of those three that he may take, they're they're usually wide open. Well, like you said, defenses are ecstatic, so they yes. want that. They want yeah, to so,
1: those.
0: You know, they're not really running out on him because they're like, okay, go ahead. You are mm-hmm. ready to take that. hmm Or some of those other guys take, especially like Lillard, takes so many tough, contested threes. That yeah, yes. Any percentage that's, you know, above 37, 38 for them,
1: which, to me, is good. Yeah. For the, the
0: amount of difficulty in their shots.
1: And they're shooting such a – I mean, the volume is insane. They're shooting 11 of them a game, dude. That, that's, yes, that's, that's incredible. Saying, right. Gilchrist Alexander's shooting eh, – not that many, actually. Yeah, Lillard's 10.9. That's – that's yeah. Tatum's 9.5. That's a lot. I didn't know he was shooting that many threes. A he game. shoots a lot of contested threes, too. Man. A lot of contested threes. Donovan Mitchell's having a great year. He, he's shooting 9.4 a game. He's almost 40%. Damn. That's impressive. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, Mitchell has went there and and almost
0: kind of like you know, they have got they have a guard there. The Garland they made the All-Star team last year and it's like uh yeah. he's he's still there.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know there's changed. Mhm. Um well, yeah, he did. I mean, Joel did talk about that. He, he talked about how him and Hanlon studied a lot and they figured out, he said, where where can I be the best playmaker? Uh, and where can I be a better scorer without getting easily doubled every time? And that was at the nail. So he started all of our work basically in those areas. Yeah, because most people won't double the nail.
0: Because so, it's, because it's in, not that he's not a threat from there. He's a, he's a better passing threat from there. Yeah. Because he can see the whole defense. You can't come from behind. You can't sneak. You know what I'm saying? So it's the face of that's like the triangle offense. That's it's very similar to catching the ball in that position, triangle offense. If you think him, you think triangle offense, you think Tim Duncan used to catch it a little higher. You think Dirk used to catch it there all the time. Like mm-hmm. that's a very popular spot because it's harder to double there. Garnett, especially toward the end. Yeah, too. It's, it's harder to double from that position because. Most teams that are good are not going to double from the strong side. That's why most teams are going to put shooters on the strong side because they know you won't leave that guy because there's no one there to recover if he leaves. So you're going to have to come from the weak side and teams just slash a guy to the rim. So even if you're not going to guard him from the three-point line, if you slash him to the rim, you got to guard him, which leaves an advantage on the, on the weak side. So somebody's going to get a wide open shot. If you don't want that guy to shoot it, then you have somebody set a screen for the guy that you want to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying that elbow position is so tough. Um, and Joel has done well from that position. But teams are going in the playoffs.
2: Teams are going to say, we'll, we'll, we'll give you those longer twos. Mm-hmm. That, that's what they're going to say. And that's probably contributing to him averaging more. Assist per game this year. I think, I think he's averaging more assists per game this year than he's had in the past. Correct? Uh, same same as talent. last
1: year, but more than the years before that.
0: He, he has more talent around him as far as offensively.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: He, he, he's the eye test, though. He's looked better passing the ball. I've noticed he, he's definitely way more comfortable. Light years away where he was years ago with with and when he gets doubled and just passing his vision in
2: general. I mean, mm. He's not joking, but you know. Yeah. He's out he's not the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was a big thing that a lot of the Sixers fans online were saying. It's that the fact that Elijah would say that Joker is the one, whereas like there's a long kind of history with Embiid looking up to Elijah when Is that like that's the player he modeled his game after and stuff. And like and I and i, and I believe Elijah when there was they, they did some NBA TV video like documentary with both of them. Um, talking about how you know MB like looked up and idolized him, but yet Elijah comes out in this article and says that Jokic is the one and not MB being the one. So maybe maybe this kind of thing will, will help him out and uh put some fire yeah, on. I him. mean,
0: you know, maybe he's trying to motivate him. It's it's um it's obvious that the MVP voters think he the one too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs> <real.
2: laughs>
1: no, well, yeah. Well, I'm just, it, and one isn't alone. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> i feeling no. that
1: way. I know. I know. Joker just probably going to win another MVP this year, especially especially if Denver's number one.
2: Yeah. Well, Look, a- I think
1: – Maybe the most justifiable MVP for him, season. actually. Yeah. This year's
0: a better case than last season. 10. I know. It's crazy.
2: Man. Three, three straight for Joker would be kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I mean,
1: come on, man. I've seen guys that like Steve Nash's MVPs, man. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Back then they were, you
0: know, it's so different because Steve won because he was good, but also because his team was the team was the is awesome. Team. Yes. Yeah. Um, But nowadays you, you, you throw that, my team win in there. And now they say it don't matter. Like that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like it's just different, man.
1: It's Unless just it's a joke. I know it matters.
0: No, I'm just saying because last season it didn't matter with his winning. No, it didn't. Right. So why does this year matter?
2: Yeah. Man, because you know it's, it's, added, it's some people to say.
0: More. I'm just saying some people to say like he won it last year is whatever. See, he was. Then you know you can say the same thing about Luca this year. Mm. Luca, from a number standpoint, has been better.
1: Yeah, we'll see. I like to see. Uh, what, what seed were they last year? Like six, five? Four, four, five, I believe.
2: And you can't even compare the the the, the East competition to, to the West competition this year. It's like a gauntlet in the East. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no. Yeah, you're right about that. I don't, I don't, I
0: don't know. Like, I think that if Boston ends up being the number one seed, I think Tatum has a chance. Especially if they have the best record in the league, like they mm-hmm. do right now.
2: Yeah,
0: I think he may. Somebody from that team, obviously, is going to be Tatum. Yeah, um, will have a chance.
1: Nuggets were six last year.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that's wow. what I thought. That's right where the Mavericks are right now. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said I think he had a better. Better case this year than last year. Yeah, so yeah. last year's, last year you know, what's going to kind of, like, these voters are going to have to, like, okay, like, you can give it to him this year, but why last year? Yeah. Yeah. So you you can't say it's about his team won because last year you gave it to him as a 16.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they're going to have some tough decisions. So they
0: kind of put themselves in the predicament
2: with that last mm-hmm. year's vote.
1: Yeah. Yeah those goalposts change every year they'll just keep changing yeah. it
2: we know let's keep hey, let's keep winning and maybe we become the one seed and then makes mb mb's case even more sure
0: right. sounds good <laughs> all
2: right uh, so last topic tonight um so uh our road trip ends uh saturday in sacramento um the spread has not come out yet um but I don't know. Sacramento's looking good this year. I think they're, they're, th- they're a three seed in the West right now. So they're, they're doing pretty well right now. Um, but road, yeah. we'll, we'll see if that lasts. Um, but um, yeah, so uh, who do you guys have? Um, and do you think we go 5-0 and o on this road trip?
0: Tough. I mean, Sac's always been a tough place to play. They're playing well, too. Um, something has to give. Um, I think we go down this game. You know, I was wrong. The last game, um, tough one. Um, yeah, I say we we don't pull it out. Hopefully, we do, but uh, I kind of say we. This one's gonna be the tough one. I thought it was gonna be Portland and this game, um, but
1: I think the right, they're the, ready to go home, man.
0: Yeah, I think the end of the trip and they kind of. Pull away, and you kind of like, all right. You kind of breathe a little bit, like, all right. Let's just get back to
1: home and pull it out from there. They are the three seed. They're playing pretty well, um, five straight. But Magic, Rockets, Rockets, Spurs, Lakers. So I, you know, I'm. Let's not uh, buy the tickets for the parade.
2: Hey, the Rockets gave us fits.
1: Yeah, they did, and Lakers did twice. So you know, it's it's all right. Um, man, this is tough. I will say though, I guess they didn't party that hard in LA, man, because they look, they look. Great. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, they got it in. I think that you know,
1: <laughs> trust
0: me, they got it in. Uh, <laughs> you know, we always, you know, we would leave Miami or leave somewhere. We may pull out that next game. Maybe <laughs> this is the game. Yeah. You can muster it up for one game and then that yeah. game
1: the second game out of the trip is like I right, Yeah. I caught up with me. Two mm. days after not getting enough sleep. That's when you're really <laughs> tired. Like the next next day, you're like, yeah. oh man, I'm dragging. Um I'm gonna say I think I'm gonna go with the loss on this one. I just think we lose one on the road. I think we lose one on this this road trip. Um either way, it's still impressive. I mean, what five and one on this west coast? Um, but yeah, Sacramento, I'm trying to think what, what, if we beat Sacramento, what game would be the most impressive out of all these? Cause they are playing really good right now and they do have a recipe for beating us too. Um, we played them like a month ago. Was it
0: Sacramento would be the most impressive. It's the last game of the trip. Both teams are playing well. Um, and you, you go in there and win it. I think that would be the most impressive. Um, Clippers could have been, but they you know, they hadn't been playing well. Uh, they've been losing the game. Portland is probably the least talented out of teams we've played outside maybe Utah, but
1: Yeah, we killed uh we killed them by twenty last time we played them. That was at home. Yep. One twenty three one hundred three. I think they had their guys, or maybe Fox was out that game. I thought they had maybe some kind of injury or something, but um yeah, I'll chalk us up for for a loss but I think it'll be close though. I don't think at this point we're um laying down for anyone. We that, at least that's out of our system. The whole we expect yeah. teams to lose for us because of who we are and who who we signed this offseason that, that that stuff's done. So um
2: Yeah, Fox did play that game. Uh he had a bad game. Mm-hmm. I think it was yeah. 5 for 15 or 5 for 17 in that game.
1: They were ice cold. I remember that now. They were 10 of 42 from 3. So mm-hmm. they they couldn't they couldn't buy a bucket. Yeah. Their starters were four of twenty four. Yeah, four, four of twenty
2: two. Okay,
0: they were playing well coming into our game too. Uh, I, I
2: believe so. Yeah, yeah. So I we, made, I think we might have made a joke about them like playing well too. Yeah, and that. Hey,
1: they've kept they've kept up with us they've since kept then, up, right? Kept up.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> good for them. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, they can. Same thing can happen this game.
2: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. right, fellas. Well, that does it for us. Thanks for tuning in. to believe in 76ers presented by bet online. We'll see you guys next week uh, as we preview the uh, the Brooklyn and 76ers game, which is a Wednesday night. Ooh, can't wait for that one. No, no Durant though. So that kind of ruins it a little bit. But it'll still, it'll still be interesting. It's still Simmons returning to Philadelphia. That's always fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hey, well, last time we played them, we didn't have
2: anyone. So right. So yeah, yeah. it's true. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoy the uh, Divisional NFL weekend and uh, and the Sacramento game to finish off the road trip. All All right, guys. Take it easy.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.